Freshman Arkansas kicker and sophomore alum Cameron Little talks about how a kick at LSU helped him take his game to the next level. Probably about 100,000 people um, screaming at that game. And, you know, Death Valley's not necessarily the easiest game to play in at night. Welcome to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. It's the only sports podcast with a hyper-local focus on Moore and South Oklahoma City. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank all the sponsors who make this podcast possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely by taking small steps toward a life of love and impact. First United Bank, here to inspire and empower you along the way. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. The Evans Agency has been helping you protect what matters most, realize your dreams, and recover from the unexpected. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit orthocentralok.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Cameron Little was named a Freshman All-American by the Football Writers Association of America after his stellar debut at the University of Arkansas. In this episode of Beyond the Game, Cameron sat down with us to talk about life in Fayetteville and the challenges of SEC football. Cam, man, it's so good to see you. Uh, home see you from Fayetteville for the weekend. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, feels good to be, be home for a couple days, hang around the family. Um, first couple weeks of semester are going well. Uh, we started spring workouts back up, which is bittersweet. Um, gaining some weight here and there. Finally getting back to hitting the weight room and uh, destroying my body. Uh, no, I'm just messing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. First couple weeks back, it's always good to see familiar faces friends I've met through the university, so it's awesome. Yeah, for folks that haven't seen you since you left Southmore, you're looking a little more, little looking more, more college body there, <laughs> a little beefy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and I'm impressed too, when you walked in, you didn't have your laundry with you. Right. That's No, I'm learning how to do my laundry, man. Bittersweet with that too. Uh, yeah, it's not, 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 not too exciting to, you know, finally do your laundry, but something you need to learn. So life skills, man, I guess kind of adopt them as you go to college kind of mm-hmm. kind of hey you know it's it's funny um a year ago you know finished up uh, high school early took off to Fayetteville uh, you were the I mean wet behind the ears yeah. new kid on campus yeah. and all that now you've got a year under your belt tell me what feels different this year yeah it's definitely it's definitely a lot different feeling um we was actually uh talking about it with some of the other mid-year enrollees it's like man it's especially Lucas Coley we were talking about this Literally this morning in the locker room after workouts, it's like, man, we were just here a year ago, like in the exact same position after a Friday morning workout, just thinking about like, what are we going to do for the rest of the day? Like what, like, cause we, I mean, it was just literally us eight guys that, I mean, us eight or nine guys at mid-year enrollees, we just hung out with each other. Cause we didn't know, I mean, we hadn't met much friends cause all the classes were online. So um, just to think about having those eight guys that I just hung around all the time to now meeting friends from all different parts of, uh, you know, the Midwest and South. It's, it's crazy just to think about, you know, the amount of friends I've met and the new people that I've, you know, discovered friendships with. So it's awesome. Um, it's just very, very different from what I imagined my last, like what I, what I hoped for last spring is what I got this spring, kind of, you know, meeting friends. And uh, the fall semester also helped out with that, having in-person classes finally. So that it's awesome. You know, we kind of joked about mastering the intricacies of laundry, yeah. but aside from that, what would you say has been the biggest life lesson you've I, learned? I think just, um, 
the way you go about the way you go about your day and your schedule. I think it's, I think having a schedule every day is is huge. It's kind of crazy because I guarantee if you ask my dad what I do at eleven o'clock, what I do at twelve forty, it's usually about right after my nine forty class. I call my dad. Dad, what's up? Or call my mom. Mom, how are you doing? You know, update about my day after my class. Second class, call my dad. Call my mom. Like one once it, that's like that's like a daily thing I do. And um, after that, I'll get lunch and go to my workout. After workouts, I'll either go to the library, go eat with friends, stay and do treatment, or even kick if my body's feeling good enough. And then on Mondays, we have FCA. And then Wednesdays, we have church. And then Sunday nights, we also have uh, fellowship at 7 o'clock, which is like college ministry up there. So um, it's just kind of figuring out your schedule, I feel like, is huge. And that, that kind of um, you know gets me organized for the day. It's something that I didn't really have in high school was a daily schedule. Um, I mean, I'd be waking up right before, if we had morning workouts, especially during season, I'd be waking up, man, the, the last minute of sleep I could get in, I was getting in. So I think just waking up early and starting your day and just having a schedule is really something that, you know, I've kind of, you know, developed and I kind of matured into um, when I got to college. So I think that's definitely helping. You know, the as a team, you guys this year, yeah. really – Bounced back, had a had a really good season. Uh, you finished third in the SEC West. You're nine and four overall, six and one at home. You had that close loss to Bama in yep. Tuscaloosa at the end of the year. Um, you beat Penn State in the Outback Bowl, twenty four ten. You got to be feeling good about where the Razorbacks are right now, heading into twenty twenty two. A hundred percent. I think we have a really talented. Even though we lost some guys. Uh, Aiden Henry, Grant Morgan, uh, lost down the linebacker position. Um, Monteric Brown at DB. Um, and we lost a couple guys in the transfer portal that had started for us um, as well. Uh, maybe lost a couple of linemen, uh, Ty Clary and Myron Cunningham. Those are both valuable guys to us. But um, if you really look at our roster and the guys that we brought in, and I mean, we lost uh, one more guy to the transfer portal, uh, running back, uh, heading to TCU. That was pretty good, but – we have, I mean, Raheem, Dominic Johnson, both really good, and AJ Green, both all three superb backs that we're going to be able to keep this year. And KJ's going to be a junior this coming up, uh, coming up this year, which is uh, crazy to think because he, if you looked at him in the pocket last year, he just looked like he had been there before, and it was his first real year, um, you know, starting as a SEC quarterback. So I think having the experience that we had with those guys that are returning from last year. Um, as well as guys we brought from the transfer portal, Drew Sanders, uh, Landon Jackson, uh, Dwight McGlother from LSU, um, Jaden Hazelwood from OU at receiver. Uh, we'll kind of fill in Burks' spot as far as, um, you know, a super talented receiver. Um, I think that's going to be huge. I think uh, our ceiling is super, super high. I mean, the sky's the limit for our team next year. We can, I feel like we could contend for, you know, even a national championship college football playoff team next year. Um, if we if we get our business taken care of, okay, I'm going to mark that down. We'll revisit that in the fall. We will, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things I got to watch, I think four or five of your games this year, and the the thing that I noticed um, watching you go out and kick and all that, uh, it, it's like high school personality, enjoyment. Yeah, I mean, I'm going. Oh, I, I don't even have to see the name on the jersey. <laughs> I know that's Cam. You just look like you were having a ball out yeah. there doing the three-point shot, the yeah, gritty. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's something like in fall camp. Well, spring ball, I was I was nervous, you know, coming into you know first camp, first real camp of the college. 
I mean, Division One SEC team. So nerves were kind of high. Um, feel like I need to go out and prove something because I might have on scholarship as a freshman. Um, wanting to, you know, start as a freshman um, as well. So I feel like I kind of just got used to the things in the spring. Um, then with fall camp rolling around, I really locked in and got serious about, you know, like, I, I mean, I was serious in the spring as well, but, you know, really just locked in and said, you know, and I'm going to go out and win this job 100%. I'm going to be a starter this year. And uh, God willing, I did. And um, I think the first couple games was kind of not even kind of like a learning process on, you know, how to deal with yourself in a game, how to, how to approach certain kicks in a game, especially going from the Rice, which is kind of more of a late – well, we were tied at halftime, or they were beating us 10-7 to 7 at halftime, actually. Um, but going into that game, you know, kicked my first 34-yarder. Um, field goal and PAT was – I mean, that was just kind of a cool experience and kind of got the nerves out. And I kind of noticed that after your first kick in college, everything just kind of – you're caught I – mean, it's a deep breath back, and, you know, you can just kind of relax and – um, you know, focus on the next kick. And then Texas comes around. And I think Texas was a, a huge game for my confidence and, you know, my uh, mindset for the rest of the season. Because, I mean, that's a that's a huge matchup. It's an Arkansas-Texas rivalry. Games packed out. I mean, packed out to the max. We stripe out the stadium. Um, college game day well, was unfortunately not there. But um, that would have been a really cool experience. Um, but I think going into that game, making four field goals uh, really just – Boosted my confidence going into the season. I mean, I'm five for five at the beginning of the season. Um, going into uh, Georgia Southern, I mean, that's huge. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what you want to achieve. And I think that confidence was kind of uh, like leaked out uh, as the season went on. Um, missing Georgia was a learning experience. That was the first miss I'd, I'd missed in college football. I mean, I think I was eight for nine at that moment when I missed. Um, so that 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 was definitely a good learning moment, though, on how to deal with a miss, especially at a uh, like a place like Georgia. I mean, 90, 90 something thousand people. College game days there were both four and zero going into that game. Like that was just a surreal experience in itself. So I think that was that was a good learning experience and kind of you know not humbled me but brought me back down. Okay, okay, we got more stuff we got to work on. Go back to the next game, and you know even the Texas A and M game. That's really when I started. Like I'd say that game was the game where I was like, okay, confidence is really using out three-point shot. Kind of just – I didn't even – that wasn't even premeditated. It just happened because I was in the moment, you know, feeling it. And um, I think that's that's a huge part of why I was so successful this season um, was just the confidence I had in myself. And, you know, just like that part of my game, having fun with it is really a key part. And I think that's a huge part of why I am so successful is just having fun with it. So. Yeah, you know, you mentioned um, being a scholarship kicker. Yeah. You know, there are people out there that, oh, you never give a scholarship to a kicker. Yeah. You never draft a yeah. kicker. And, in fact, Arkansas hadn't given a scholarship kicker. Uh, 2014, I think it yeah. was, Cole Hedlund. Uh-huh. So you're their first scholarship kicker in about eight years. Yeah. But you, I'm sure you've been watching the NFL playoffs. Yeah. And the impact that kickers have had on it's the game. What, what does that do for you as you watch that unfold? Yeah, so I've always kind of looked up to the Bengals kicker. I've always watched him through – out high school, even high school recruiting going out. He was the number one guy going out. Um, ended up in Florida. I'm not 100%. I think he played half a season his freshman year. Played sophomore year, played junior year, and was just, I mean, dude was a baller. He, he leg speed, let me leg strength was just off the charts. His ball, the way it flew was just his velocity on the ball was, I mean, obviously elite. And so watching him just kind of go through his rookie season um, as successful as he was, I mean, he's – 
perfect in the playoffs. He's had he's missed field goal in the playoffs so far. So kind of just to look up to a rookie like that and watch him go from high school to college to pro, it's kind of inspiring to me. And I, you know, I really hope to follow guys like Harrison Bunker and McPherson's footsteps, Matt Gay for the Rams, he's about to play in the Super Bowl. Um, just to kind of follow those guys' footsteps. I mean, it's kind of like it gets me excited to think about my future and you know what it could hold. Um, not thinking too far ahead, but hopefully, you know, I end up in, you know, someone someone like that's footsteps, like Kevin McPherson. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the miss at Georgia, and I think um having gotten to know you and Dalton Witherspoon and, yeah. and Liam, um, I'm really amazed at the subtle adjustments that kickers have to make. Yeah. Depending on the game situation, depending on the place of the field. What's that like walking out and, you know, let's say you know, you got a 45-yard or something yeah. you've got to make late in the game mm-hmm. at a place like Georgia where it's so loud and crazy. Mm-hmm. What kind of goes through your mind as you make those adjustments? Yeah, so the first real, I'd say real test of a kick I got this year was a 40, either 47 or 48 at a I can't. I think it's 47. Uh, middle of the field, we're 0-0. I mean, we're, yeah, we need the momentum. We, I mean, we couldn't, 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 couldn't press the ball in the end zone. Um, couldn't get the first down, so... We go out there for 47 yarder and he calls a timeout and I'm like, okay, this is my first like real longer. I say for me considerably, my longer distance field goals are about 45, 45 to 55 is like longer. Uh, I'd say a longer range field goal. It's not like a, okay, I can go out here and this is, I'm, you know, oozing confidence making this. Um, so I go out there and they call a timeout. I'm kind of just gathering myself and I talked to my holder for a second. He's just like, man, you've done this a thousand times at practice before. And I know it's cliche to say, but um, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's just, I aimed at the part of the net, the Allstate, uh, hit the net and uh, ended up going right through. That was probably one of the best hits I had all season. So um, I'd say that was my first real test in a longer field goal like that. And I think that really helped me in games like LSU, 48-yarder, 0-0, 48-yarder to start out the game. And um, the stadium's got, I think it was at 103,000 when we first started the game. So probably about 100,000 people um, screaming at that game. And, you know, Death Valley is not necessarily the easiest game to play in at night. So um, that was another big kick. And even a 50 – I mean, if you look at my Mississippi State stats, like 46, 48, 51, those are longer field goals. And I think it all just – you know, you have to go out there and approach it as, you know what, I've made this kick a thousand times before. I'm going to go out there and, you know, nail this kick like I have plenty of times in the past. And you can't, you can't let distance, you can't let – wind effect you can't it's just you gotta have a different mindset that i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna make this field goal and you kind of almost this sounds very arrogant but like you gotta go out there and say you know what i'm i'm that guy i got i'm gonna i'm that guy that's gonna go out there and make this field goal and you know i'm good enough to do this so you gotta trust your ability a little bit so um i think you just gotta have to repeatedly tell yourself that and i think that plays a huge part in your mental game as far as going out there and making that kick yeah and i would think too you gotta be just like a golfer yeah as soon as you take that shot you forget it and move on to the next one Yep, exactly. Hey, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back with a little bit more from Cam Little, freshman kicker at Arkansas University. We'll pick suey. We'll pick suey, baby. You're listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We'd like to thank the sponsors who make Beyond the Game possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. 
Hey, we're back with Cam Little, home for the weekend from Fayetteville, uh, paying a little visit to the folks and friends here in Moore, Oklahoma. Hey, Cam, you know, um, you you received this fairly prestigious <laughs> honor from the Football Writers Association of America, uh, Freshman All-American. Yes, um, was that a goal? Yes. It actually, you know, something I kind of set myself for was um, three things before the season was to go 85%. Fortunately, I went 83.3, didn't quite make it. Probably was, I mean, one miss off from, I went 20 of 24 uh, at the end of the season. Um, but uh, that being a All-ACC freshman and All-American, freshman All-American was like, that was my main goal. And I was like, man, if I don't achieve it, it is what it is. But that's something I really want to strive for. And that's what I'm going to work my butt off for. And when I when I got the call from our media people, um, they told me, hey, they're going to announce in about 45 minutes that you were announced as a freshman All-American, man. I was just like, I immediately called my dad and mom, and I was like, I like that's this is something I worked for, and um, it was just surreal. Like I was like, man, all this hard work and dedication, and you know, time that I had taken to work instead of you know going to hang out with friends or going to do something uh, else that might have been you know fun to you know socialize with. Is I mean, it all just paid off right in that moment. And it was surreal, and I, I just God willing, I received the award, and I thank you for everything about that. So I mean, it was just awesome. Yeah, but 83%. Come on, Cam. I mean, we're close, but I mean, I can't really complain as a freshman season, man. All right. Well, we'll look for that 85% next year. And that little jingle you hear is the lead in to our Evans State Farm Agency Get to Know Your Good Neighbor segment. You you talk about involvement with FCA and your church. You know, always known you in high school and faith has always been an important part yes, of your life. Yes, sir. How has that unfolded for you being away from home for this first year and what lessons have you learned in, in that arena? Yeah. Um, so going back to last, we'll tie back to last spring. Um, it was kind of hard to get involved uh, in like a ministry oriented type thing besides FCA because I didn't really know much, um, much like I didn't know many people on the team that were involved with ministry oriented stuff. I had been through young life, uh, like I previously mentioned, but um, it was kind of hard because our schedule didn't quite fit. So Young Life would meet at night on Tuesdays and I would have a lift at 6 p.m. And that's when they, they met at 6.15. So that really conflicted. And, you know, I talked to a couple guys in Young Life and it just kind of didn't end up working out. And it was really hard to find like a ministry oriented organization that I could really just, you know, connect with for the spring semester. And during, like more summer came around, uh, I was introduced to some really cool athletes from Oklahoma that are in the same you know grade as me. And uh, give a shout out to Riley Langerman. Uh, she kind of introduced me uh, to FCA a little more, and uh, as, as well as Cross Church, which is a church up in Fayetteville. So it was really nice to connect with the uh, basketball athletes, Emory, uh, Riley, and uh, Ashlyn. They kind of introduced me to you know churches and ministry organizations out there that they had felt comfortable around and other athletes had attended. So. That was really nice to find fellowship uh, with them. And that really, you know, uh, established my faith more there than what it was during the spring. So um, that was that was really nice. And even going into the fall, I discovered Fellowship College Ministry, which is um, an awesome college ministry. A bunch of uh, football guys go and a bunch of people that I've met um, just through normal classes and stuff also go. We, you know, we'll go on Sunday. We'll go to, you know, service and then we'll go eat afterwards. It's kind of like a thing we do on Sunday. So you know, just just being able to connect with uh, and have fellowship with other athletes and close friends of mine is 
it's awesome. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful for it. You know, and one of the things that you do see in people as they grow up in their faith is the willingness to give in the way that they give. And one of the things that you've done your freshman year is involvement with Down Syndrome of Northwest Arkansas. Yes. But not only is that just a, an extension of your faith of giving, but there's a real personal connection for you. Yeah, too. yeah. So my little cousin uh, Aiden has Down syndrome, and I've I mean been around that kid ever since he was a little kid as well. So every time we hung out, he always puts a smile on my face, and you know we always have too much fun. Uh, and every time I you know get to see him around here, it's it's always a blast, and you, you know you never see him with a frown on his face. So um, I kind of got the idea from uh, Illinois Putter. Uh, I've I forget his name, but he's just entered the draft this year, and he um, did something with the uh, Brain Cancer Association of Illinois or uh, somewhere in you know Illinois. And so I was like, man, that's that's something I want to do with uh, you know see if I, like every kick, every PAT or, or every kick, every field goal I make, um, I donate ten dollars to the Down Central Connections in Northwest Arkansas. So I got in contact with our um, player personnel people, um, our compliance people to make sure you know everything went well with that and. Uh, Down syndrome connections. I also got in connection with them, and uh, we made it happen. So, and I think not only my donations uh, have helped, but just using my name, image, and likeness, and you know my brand on Twitter, Instagram, social media, and you know outlets like that to you know really spread awareness of the organization, just to you know grow that. And people are matching my donations, double my donations, triple my donations, and even you know donating just bulk donations from that is is huge for me. And you know I think that's just uh, God's testimony is just, you know, love God, love people. I mean, if you love, if you love, you know, that's your connections of Arkansas, it's going to rub off on other people. And um, that's, that's, that's huge. So I'm, I'm super thankful that um, it really caught on. And I'm thankful that I'm in the position that God's put me in the position to, you know, um, give like that. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, and we had talked about this a little early before we got started, uh, you've connected with uh, a young kicker here in town, yes, sir. Uh, Liam Evans, who is yes. at rival school, more high school. Uh, yes. But uh, you've kind of you and your dad have come along and helped uh, Liam and his dad, Sean, yes. uh, as he tries to become a D1 caliber kicker. Yeah. How's that been? It's been awesome. Um, I actually had a first session with Liam about two weeks ago. Me and him have kind of been in contact previously um, a little bit about that, but um, awesome kicker, super talented for how young of an age he is. Um, I definitely would say that I was not as talented as him when I was that age. He's he's got a lot of raw talent that I didn't have. That um, I think him him starting a little earlier has helped him uh, develop that talent uh, early. So if we can refine that to even, I mean, he's already hitting fifty five plus yarders. Um, I've worked with the coach Adam Tanowski uh, with Hammer Kicking Academy and. He's went to uh, one of his camps and he ended up hitting a 57 yarder to win the camp. So, I mean, he's already hitting from 55 plus as what a sophomore, I mean, freshman, sophomore. So um, that's huge. So if he can refine his technique and keep working on the field, he's the sky's the limit for him um, as well. Yeah. But have you taught him the gritty yet? As nah, well? that's, that's the next lesson, man. That's exclusive. We oh. got, we'll teach him a next lesson. Okay. He's got to grow into that yeah, is what you're yeah. saying. He's not ready for the not, gritty. Not ready for it just quite yet. Okay. Very good. Um, well, gosh, I mean, that, that really is it. Is there anything else you want folks back home to know about life in Fayetteville? And I'm enjoying it. Um, many people that are, I'm just saying young adults or young guys and kids in high school, if you're listening to this, um, don't be scared to go outside of Oklahoma to go to school. Um, I've met some of the coolest people, um, the most like me people personality wise, the most 
you know, laid back, you know, just connectable, most lovable people um, in Fayetteville. And I think Fayetteville is a lot like Oklahoma City as far as um, how people treat you. It's very hospitality. It's not hospitality, nice people um, as far as Fayetteville. And, um, I just say don't be afraid to explore um, because I was a little, not hesitant, but I was a little nervous. I mean, everyone is if you're going to go to a new college. Um, to learn and meet new friends, but um, I've really enjoyed it. And just don't be afraid to explore because, I mean, if you don't, if you're afraid to explore, then you're never going to um, meet new people that you never knew you were going to meet before. So that's all I got. Great. Cam, always great to catch up with you. Have yes, a great sir. weekend at home with the parents and best of luck to you surviving uh, off season and spring oh, football. Man, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. The Evans Agency State Farm, your good neighbor since 1960. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcast or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly. Follow More Monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And if you think about it, hit the like button. Give us a rating and a review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.